Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, Time to Think Bigger. And I truly believe that the ability to think bigger is the underlying foundation to help us achieve new results, experience positive change. And I say this from experience. And today's episode, I'll share my experiences. I'll also I'll also ask positive, powerful questions to help ourselves think bigger, as well as a step-by-step how to execute and think bigger in our lives. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope you're all having a great day today, that you're having an awesome week, you're making progress, you're feeling good, entering the season of fall. As I mentioned before, kind of going into that slower period, especially for us Canadians living in the cold, everything seems to slow down a little. And as I've mentioned before, I really like to take this time to get super clear, imagine my blueprint, my vision, the vision that Jess and I share, where we're trying to go in life, these slower days and slower months, where we have a bit more free time, I really like to channel my energy and my focus on creating the vision and creating the future, creating the ideal version of myself that I want to become. So in light of this, I wanted to do a topic on thinking bigger. It's time to think bigger. Because when I limited myself to the same familiar thoughts, the same constraints of my limiting beliefs and my limiting thoughts, I just kept creating the exact same results year over year over year. And I just really want to break this down for everybody because it's added immense value in my life. It's literally the pivotal aspect that's helped me create more and move me closer into the person I want to become and also has helped me achieve external results, whether that's wealth, a better relationship, feeling better, better emotions. It's just created so much more for me in my life. And I want to share these insights and share this knowledge that I've accumulated and also implemented to make my life better in hopes that I can do the same for yours. So thinking the same way, we always think that uh, if we think in the same familiar patterns, we'll create the same results we've always gotten. Look at your life, look at your relationship, your job, your finances, your goals. Have they been the same thoughts, the same goals, the same idea of what a relationship should look like, what a job should look like, has that remained the same? If it has, you're probably in the same type of relationship. Your your results are the same. You're in the same job. Your, Your wealth, your finances are kind of in that same ballpark. You're not moving up. You're not scaling up. It's because those thoughts are constraining you. And I like to share a quote by Albert Einstein who says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I like to add that there's a difference between hoping and thinking to create. You know, many of us, including myself, used to always hope. I hope that I get a, an amazing wife. I hope I have an amazing job. I hope I have all this 
wealth and I hope I have this amazing house and I hope I have all these things that happen in my life. But I was just hoping, I was just sending out a hope with no game plan. Whereas when you can channel your thoughts, then you can create from that thought with an intentional thought. Because if you think about it, everything in the world was first derived from a thought. Any business, any invention, any goal, anything that's come to life, anything that's been that's manifested into the physical reality was first once a thought. So we can't create without a thought. We have to be intentional in order to create the version or achieve the goals and results we're wanting to to achieve. We need to first have the intentional thought of what we actually want. What's that going to look like? How are we going to do this? That's a that's a sequence of thoughts that happen. You don't just hope that things are going to happen or that things are magically going to change. And truth be told, I I hoped for a lot of this my life as well. And until I just got fed up with not achieving the results that I wanted to, I realized that I needed to do more than just hoping things would get better. And in particular, I want to share some of my stories uh, of, of how this held me within the constraints of not achieving new results. Because the old me, my thoughts were consistently around having fun that was that was more or less my goal for a lot of the time after high school is just how do I have the most fun and you know I'll work all week to make it to the weekend and then we can party and have fun on the weekend and my dominant thoughts were really okay I just got to get through work today I can't wait until the work day's over then I can relax I can't and then I can't wait for the weekend uh, and I wonder what we're doing then. And my, my thought patterns and my thought cycles really revolved around just there, uh, working, getting through the work day, getting through the work week, getting to the weekend and having as much fun as possible on the weekends. And that was really a revolving cycle for quite a few years in, in my life. I always had an underlying desire to achieve more. I just didn't Put the pieces together of how I would actually accomplish more. I didn't have intentional thoughts of, okay, if I want more, if I want better results, if I want, if I want to achieve my goals and my dreams, I actually need to get intentional with what I'm thinking. But instead, I was just aimlessly going about my days and my weeks thinking, get through the work day, get through the work week, hit the weekend and have fun, relax and enjoy. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I have that deeper burning desire that I wanted more. I wanted something different. And I definitely didn't want to stay in that realm for my entire life. Um, so, and, and, then, and then just another underlying, I guess, more so linked to my belief system. And I believe that a lot of people's belief systems and thoughts are, are that, you know, you work hard at your job, just like I, I thought, and then you save up, you save up as much money as you can, so you can retire. And you, and you maintain a house, you buy a house, you maintain it, and you pay it off your whole life. And you have a family, and you retire, and you'll coast in life once you retire. <clears throat> and that was essentially my blueprint, because that's what I grew up under. That was kind of the paradigm, the older paradigm of how you do things. You get that job, you get security, you work your whole life, you retire, and then you coast. And that, 
I didn't challenge that paradigm and I didn't challenge that belief system. And that's what naturally uh, populated my thoughts. That's, that's just what I thought I was supposed to do. So naturally, that's what I started to gravitate towards. Um, but then with this in mind, of course, I naturally channeled my thoughts into getting that house and to find the right woman. And when that evidently happened, because I was channeling my thoughts to do that, because that, I believe that was the natural progression, and it was at that stage in my life, but when everything started to happen, when I got the house and I, I, met, I met the right woman, uh, and I started to get a bit more curious as to, okay, hey, you know, I, I told myself I would do this and it's happening. And then I started to read some books in personal development and finances. And I started to realize that I was thinking too small. I was thinking within those small parameters that were taught and told to think within, not to go beyond that, not to think more because, hey, it's not in the cards for you. And once I realized and challenged that, oh man, like everything I think about seems to come true eventually. So, you know, I, I began to get curious as to why, why don't I start to think bigger and that, that I heard this message a few times over and over again, especially in the personal development realm and, you know, when you're trying to achieve more and, and I realized that my thinking was way too small. And I started channeling this towards my relationship in particular, which really stemmed all of this, thinking that new possibilities were for myself. Um, my thoughts around me as a, as a partner and as a, a boyfriend at the time were, I am the way I am and I'm very closed off and I can't open up emotionally and I can't articulate my emotions and I, I hold everything in and you should just know that I care about you. And that was really the pivotal point in my life where I had to challenge the thoughts I had about myself because they really were not serving me. And my relationship would have terminated if I couldn't break free and have new thoughts and have new beliefs around, around that within my relationship. And I started to work on that. I started to change my thoughts. I started to think bigger about the person that I could become, the boyfriend, the one day husband, which I am now, becoming better, evolving. Uh, I, I channeled those thinking bigger thoughts towards my nutrition. I was, I had phobias around food. I was the fussiest eater I knew on the planet. I was actually scared of certain types of foods. It was, it was ridiculous. And then when I started channeling my thoughts, what if I could be somebody who eats incredibly healthy? What if my nutrition could be on point? And I started to challenge those thoughts and started to see results in that as in those aspects. Same with my wealth, my finances, with real estate, acquiring houses, with bigger goals, with a bigger vision. And it's all starting to unfold. I've actively seen massive progress, actual physical results. And I, I credit the ability to think bigger for being that pivotal starting point to allow any of this to unfold in my life. If I was unable to think bigger, I would not have been able to create any of this or any of this drastic change that I've experienced in the last couple of years. So really thinking bigger will expand and shape your reality to create the new normal. What is actually possible for you? So now the new normal for me is 
you know, I'm in, I'm intentionally diligent with nutrition. I'm insanely healthy and uh, I expect that Jess and I will create massive amounts of wealth. I expect to have a great real estate portfolio. I ex we expect to live an amazing life that's filled with love and a great relationship, future kids, our goals, our vision and coming true. All of these thoughts now are channeled to a way, way bigger vision than what I was current, what I used to be thinking just a few short years ago because I, I saw what it can do. I saw what it can create. So it's going to start to expand and shape what your re new reality, the lens you see life through, what's possible, what, what you're capable of once you can start to think bigger. So there's a few powerful thoughts that we can ask ourselves to help us with this. First one being, why not you? So why not me? For so long, I didn't believe I was capable of achieving anything else other than average. I, I was just average in everything. I couldn't excel beyond that. I thought I was destined just to be average, to live an average life, just to coast on by, just like I, I believed I was supposed to because of the paradigm I grew up in. And then once I started believing that I could, um, I would look to others for inspiration to help me believe that it was possible. Not to compare myself against them, but I, I, at the start of my journey, I would just listen to so many podcasts about people's stories, about how they turned their life around, or how they went from good to great, or how they formulated and created this life or this business for themselves. And many times they were average people just like myself starting out and they were average you know they had the same struggles the same reality a similar reality and then they turned it around and they turned it into something big and all of their messages revolved around thinking bigger to get it going you had to first see the possibility imagine that possibility and then believe it's possible for yourself and i'm like okay I've listened to hundreds of these things and they're all saying the same thing. Like I just couldn't ignore it anymore. So I had to try it for myself and I had to start cultivating this new belief that it was actually possible for myself as well. And, and then I had to look for the proof of why it was possible for myself because for the longest time, I let all of my insecurities hold me back from pursuing bigger ideas, from pursuing my dreams because I just didn't believe it was possible because I saw all these insecurities within myself. I didn't think I was smart enough, good enough, whatever it was. And then once I heard all these stories to kind of give me the inspiration that it was possible, they said, you know, be aware of your weaknesses and your strengths, like be aware of your weaknesses, don't let them hold you back, but really lean into your strengths. So then I got crystal clear, okay, well, what are my strengths? And uh, I realized that I was an extremely determinated, consistent, dedicated and resilient person. Those are my core strengths. And I, I started to say, okay, well, how do I use these? Sure, I might not have the intellectual intelligence as some of these other people, but I know what I have. I know what I have within me, so let me leverage these things. I may have to read something multiple times, or I may have to be more dedicated in the pursuit of knowledge and do repet repetitiously read something over and over again or whatever to understand a concept, but hey, I can still do it. 
That doesn't mean that I have to let my weaknesses deter me from those, but lean into my strengths. And that was a massive game changer. So think about why can't it be you? Um, and then look for others to inspire you, not to compare yourself against, but to inspire you, to help you cultivate that belief that it is indeed possible for you. And then lean on and into your strengths to help push you uh, to that next level. Another question can be, am I willing to give up my dreams simply to avoid challenges? And many times we think that life should be lived as, as easy with as much ease as possible. And we think that we don't want to face challenges. We don't want to face difficulties and adversary, adverse adversaries because you know, that's, that's harder. That's harder to tackle. That's harder to progress. But in reality, that's what builds character. That's what builds that resiliency. That's what teaches us the necessary life lessons to evolve and progress. So when I had to ask myself, am I willing to give up my dreams simply to avoid challenges? When I got to the root of it, it wasn't. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Along these last few years, there's been way more challenges that I had to face because I'm pushing myself, because I'm not willing to give up my dreams. But it's way more worth the, the, the feelings of just knowing that I'm not living up to my potential and just coasting. Like, that's not for me. It might be for some people, but for me and probably most of you, it's not. And am I willing to settle? Was I willing to settle? Was I willing to just live within those parameters, live within that old paradigm of just, you know, coast through life, go as easy as possible, have that job, make it to retirement, coast. And, you know, again, once I, once I digested on that question, am I willing to settle for that? I wasn't. So then I got hungry, then I got curious, and then I started to dive in. And another question is, how do I feel knowing I am not striving to do better? And for me, I feel like crap when I'm not striving to do better. When I, and there's times to be complacent, there's times to have rest, there's times to take things slower in life. Yes, I agree with that. But if I'm going to live my whole life like that, I'm not going to feel good. I feel, I feel this disruption within my body and I feel uneasy and unsettled when I'm just always taking that easy way out. I don't want to take the easy way out. It doesn't make me feel good. But when I am accelerating to strive for something better, to achieve something more in my life, I feel much more fulfilled, way better, way happier. Everything just feels so much more amazing for me when I am pushing and pursuing for more, moving into that next level. And then another question to ask is, will it be worth it? And at first glance, a lot of the times we may not think it's worth it because we think that just being lazy or coasting or whatever it may be is going to feel so much better, that instant gratification. And many times it will feel way better in the moment. But is it worth it? Will these challenges be worth it to, to accomplish my dreams and my goals? And sometimes we have to frame it differently. And for me, I had to frame it in an optimistic mindset, thinking that it will be worth it. It will be so worth it. And the feelings that uh, accommodate that are just 
overwhelming. I feel inspired. I feel grateful. I feel happy. I feel motivated. And I just have this amazing concoction of positive emotional, uh, you know, emotional cocktail. And, uh, and I believe that it's going to be worth it because if we can't even believe it's going to be worth it and we're framing it in a negative way that, oh, it's going to be so much more work. I'm going to have to go through challenges. If that's the way we frame it, it will never be worth it in our minds. And then we'll just continue to receive the exact same results as we're currently receiving. And another powerful question to ask is, is my way of living truly satisfying and fulfilling? And if you really go deep and you really unpack this question and you are truly satisfied and you are really fulfilled, great. You don't need to change anything. If you're living an amazing life and you're completely satisfied and fulfilled and happy and content, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing exactly what you're doing. Uh, you know. But for me, the way I was living the, the results I was receiving, I was not satisfied. I was not fulfilled. And 90% of the time I was living, especially mentally with discomfort of, oh my gosh, you know, I'm just in this revolving cycle. I'm not satisfying. I'm not fulfilled. I know I could be doing better. I know I could be accomplishing way more. And I feel like shit. And I, I, was in, I wasn't in a great mental state at all. But when I am moving towards that bigger vision, thinking bigger, taking actionable steps towards that, I am satisfied, I am fulfilled, and it's quite a significant difference. So how do we think bigger and how can we execute on it? First, slow down to get clear. Don't clutter your life by seeking out everything and anything that pops into your mind. First, get clear on what is truly meaningful to you. Remove the complexity. Get a very simple routine to get clear. Remove mind clutter as often as possible. So for myself, again, when I wasn't slowing down, when I wasn't actively taking the time to introspectively reflect on what's meaningful, what do I want to achieve in life, I couldn't even have bigger thoughts. I couldn't even have different thoughts because I wouldn't give my time to think about them. So when I found the practice of slowing down, and for me that was meditating and taking time for myself in a, in a room by myself with no distractions, no technology, no people, just me, myself, reflecting on who I wanted to become, what was truly important for me, what I wanted to create in life, that enabled me to populate new thoughts, to give me new ideas of, hey, this is what I want to create. Hey, there it is. These are some thoughts I want to have. This is what I would like to accomplish. This is who I want to become. But without slowing down, we don't give ourselves the necessary space to even brainstorm, to even think new things. So first we need to slow down and get clear. And it all starts with the decision not to tolerate average anymore. Pretty good is no longer acceptable. A pretty good relationship. I got pretty good finances. I got a pretty good job. You will stay in that pretty good for your entire life if you are content with it. So to make changes, we cannot tolerate average anymore. I couldn't tolerate average results. I couldn't tolerate being an average boyfriend. I couldn't tolerate average finances. 
I did not want to tolerate it anymore. And when I made that decision, that also enabled me to think bigger. What's possible? How can I achieve this for myself? Then we need to imagine it, see it, and experience it. And this can be first, like I said, in your imagination, brainstorming, what is possible? What would I like? You know, what would it feel like if I was a new husband, if I was a new wife, if I had a new job? Imagine it. And then we want to almost, if possible, see it and experience it. So Jess and I do this often, especially with real estate. We want to live in a certain area one day. So we will go to that area. We will go to that town or that city and we will imagine ourselves living there. We'll say, ooh, this would be a great neighborhood to live in. Ah, that house looks great. Yeah, that can be our house. And we talk as if we're experiencing it, as if it were our own. We see it visually in the three-dimensional reality. We see the neighborhood, we see the house, we feel what it's going to be like once we accomplish it. So imagine it and see it. in. Put yourself in those experiences to believe, to make it real. And then, and then you can tie that reality, what you saw in real life, to your imagination, to your meditations, to your visualizations every day. Okay, I saw that property we want to accomplish. Now let's visualize ourselves living there with our family, running the business we want to run or whatever it may be. It just makes it a lot more real to ourselves and believable. And then talk like you will accomplish it. You know, again, for relating to real estate for Jess and I, we always say this current house we're living in, our plans are to turn it into a rental one day. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great house. We love it. And I can see how it can be super easy to fall into complacency and just say, ah, you know, like, let's just settle here and let's just live here our whole life. But we actively talk about when we turn this into a rental and when we, when we move closer to the mountains, when we have our Invermere dream property, we say this on a daily basis. We talk as if we are going to accomplish it. And that just makes a subtle shift that helps us believe that it's possible more. If we talk like it's possible, if we talk like it's going to happen, it eventually happens. And I'm I, I'm speaking from seeing this change my life in many categories. Um, so it's not just theory. It's actually, in my life, it has actually manifested into new results. And then we can ask ourselves, what don't I know? Because many, oftentimes we think we have all the answers. We're very close-minded. I was somebody who was extremely close-minded. I thought I had all the answers. I knew the best way of doing things. But when I broke down those walls, when I broke down that I know how to do everything, my way is the best way, that's when my life started to drastically change. I asked, what don't I know? How might I be able to accomplish that? And I seeked, I outwardly seeked information from others, from other experts, from other people who have gone there before me, who have walked the path that I'm wanting to walk. And I'd pursue that knowledge, not knowing that I don't have all the answers. You know, be open-minded, be open to different possibilities because what you've done up until this point has got you these results. We need to start doing new things, have new knowledge, have a new knowledge base to accomplish, to even think that new possibilities are possible for ourselves. And also having a bigger cause. And that can mean serving other people, include other people, whether that's family, whether that's helping others into your vision, into these bigger thoughts, because that will give you a bigger purpose. 
It's something bigger than just yourself. And you, because you'll most likely run out of steam if you're only doing it for yourself. If you're only doing it for selfish reasons, you'll just say, oh gosh, this is so hard. This is so difficult. It's just, it's just easier to quit. It's just easier to, be, to go be lazy. Ah, it's easier not to take this action. And it's just going to be so much easier because no one else is relying on you. No one else is counting on you. You're not serving a greater purpose. You're not including other people into that vision. So I truly believe that involving and serving other people within your vision is definitely going to help you execute on this. And then continually thinking big will eventually lead to bigger results, but we need to conceptualize that it's not massive action steps that lead to those big results. It's actually, in fact, very small, consistent baby steps. One foot in front of the other, day after day, building on habits, evolving at a very slow rate. You don't just go from zero to hero just like that. We don't experience massive change at the snap of a finger. You know, it takes time, but it takes that consistency, that dedication day after day, slowly making new progress, slowly knocking down those old paradigms, slowly believing that it's possible day after day, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then before you know it, you look back just as myself, I look back on three, four years ago, I'm like, holy shit, I've gone on quite the ride, you know, but that didn't happen just overnight from one night to the other. When I share my story and I tell my story and I look back on what we've accomplished in the last few years, it's pretty incredible the rate of change of which we've experienced. But that was over the span of years, <laughs> that one foot in front of the other. So to, to get massive action, it actually comes in the paradox of taking small steps. And then we can get around and surround ourselves with people who think big, who have the habit and natural tendency to think bigger, to dream bigger, because that inspires us. I just did a podcast on, you know, we're the average of the five people who we spend our most of the time with. And I really explained in depth of why that is. And you can listen to that podcast episode if you haven't already. Um, but even if we don't surround ourselves with visionaries or people who think big, at least make sure we have people who support us and who at least are there behind us, who believe in our vision and are willing to support us on our journey. Because that's just not gonna have that resistance, that drag slowing us down for other people trying to keep us within the same playing field as they are because they wanna they want keep everything status quo and normal and familiar. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, and another uh, action, to do is keep your promises to yourself. And this is huge. And to do this, we need to start small. Keep your word, listen to your word, make your word the most valuable word you listen to. If you're gonna say you're gonna wake up early, wake up early. If you say you're gonna make the bed, make the bed. If you say you're gonna make dinner every day this week, make the dinner this week. And doing this will build your self-confidence allowing yourself to believe your bigger vision is possible. If you don't have that self-confidence, if you don't even listen to yourself for the small things like making your bed, eating healthy, whatever it may be, how are you going to believe in a bigger vision that you can accomplish this? So this is a massive, massively important step. So you need to keep your promises to yourself. You need to build that self-confidence from actually doing the things you're going to tell yourself that you're going to do. And the last thing to do is is stop just getting by. <laughs> You're supposed to do something great with your life. Don't just coast, don't just get by, but you, 
are supposed to do something amazing with your life. We all have that capability. We all have the capability of acquiring a growth mindset, of learning, of implementing new things. We just need to be self-aware and take inventory of the thoughts that you're having on a day-to-day basis. Obsessively and intentionally inject new thoughts so you can have a bigger vision, bigger goals in your life. So remember that uh, that pretty much sums up the episode today. But I just want to remind you all that if any of my messages are resonating, if you enjoy these podcast episodes, please give a five-star rating and write a review if you're able to. I would really appreciate that. It would really help me out. And if you're curious about any of this, if you're looking for new results, if you're wanting to think bigger in your life, check me out on my website. Uh, It's just joelmahe.ca. Feel free to reach out to me. You'll find everything you need to find on, on the website. And if coaching is something that you that is resonating with you and that you are curious about, please feel free to reach out to me and I would love to connect. I'd love to have a conversation. So in closing, thinking bigger doesn't need to be grandiose. It could simply mean making the best or creating the best environment for your family, becoming the best husband, wife, or parent you can possibly be. It's going to be different for everyone. And just think about all these tips about what thinking bigger could mean in your life and entering this slower season, uh, really focus on stepping up. There might be more free time without as many plans, so take advantage of that. Begin to think bigger and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. 